We say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Motivational Monday with the motivator Jazzy G. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. And today, beloved, is Motivational Monday. That's right, it's Motivational Monday. And you know what that means. That means get up, get out, do what you gotta do to make it happen for yourself <laughs> on this Motivational Monday. And on this Motivational Monday, I brought somebody along with me. I brought a friend along. Somebody that you know, he's been on the morning coffee before, but I had to bring him back. But he got so many things going on. Now, I've been on his show a few times myself. So you know him as the man in the cage. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Doing his thing. But uh, I wanna I wanna break it down. So if you didn't remember now, you're gonna know now. If you didn't know, now you know. All right. His name is Glenn Murray, right? And Glenn Murray is the founder of 220 Communications, which is a, a, a parent company of 220 Publishing. Now, when we talked before, we talked a lot about his publishing company, 220 Publishing Company. And we talked about his, his winery, uh, Wine Crawl. You know what I'm saying? So he has like a, 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 a wine, a, a vintage wine, you know, I don't even know how you, what you call it all, man, because, you know, I'm not a wine connoisseur, but he's the man in that, and, and, and I appreciate Julie. You know what I'm saying? So without further ado, I want to introduce to you the man live from the cave, Mr. Glenn Murray. Hey, Glenn, how you doing today, brother? What's up, guy? I'm gonna need to like record that, and every Monday I'm gonna have to play that because that, that can start me <laughs> off, start the week off. That intro, I'm ready to go run, do a cartwheel, turn a flip, run a few miles, box a few rounds on my Oculus or something after listening to you. So thank you for that intro. I appreciate it. Hey, you the man, Glenn. You the man. So, so Glenn, so my soul motivators can, can remember that you was on the morning coffee before, and that's like a yep. year ago. All right? And, and I've been playing broadcast of that and, and getting a lot of great response. So that's why I had to bring you back on here on the morning coffee. And I've been on your show live from the cave uh, a few times. And, and I have so much fun. You know what I'm saying? Live for the cave is the bomb, y'all. You got to <laughs> check it out. All right? And Glenn going to give you more details on it. But Glenn... Tell my soul motivators exactly who is Glenn Murray and what's going on with you now. All right. Well, first of all, thank you for having me back on the show. I appreciate you. I, pre I appreciate you doing the replays and everything. And I'm glad it's getting a good response. Nobody complained about who is this dude. Take him off. <laughs> so that's good. That's good. That's a good track record. Um, but no, um, who I am, I am the owner of 220 Communications, which is a parent company, long story, but I started it many years ago as an events company and um, it turned into what is now 220 Publishing, mm -hmm. uh, which has published about 60 books over the last 12 years. And Wine Crawl. Wine Crawl is actually not a winery, though. It is an event. It's a wine tour. Um, and I should Ooh. say it's a food, wine, and spirits tour. So we 
we created it maybe about seven, eight years ago uh, in Chicago, where it's based, and really giving people a way to tour their own city. Right, uh, right. A lot of people, you might go out once, once or twice a year uh, to one restaurant. We give you the opportunity to visit three or four restaurants and wine bars and just really experience your city. We kind of bring a taste of wine country to your city. Um, I am happy to say we have expanded it post-COVID. Uh, we had a little bit of a hiatus there, of course, but uh, after right, that, right. we are in over 10 cities now. We've, we're launching um, in several cities this month and several more throughout the rest of the year and into 2023, and also we'll be returning to Napa as well. So even if you're not into wine, it's a great experience. If you're into food, which I think a lot of people are, yeah. we do a lot of that too. So we're going to do more food tours, food-based tours. We're going to do some destination trips like to Napa, to Las Vegas, to New York, to Temecula, and some other places as well. So just really excited about how that's growing and, and, and what, what that's doing. Right. That's great. That's great. Because I know when I had you on the morning coffee before, you know, I was talking about going on one of your adventures in, uh, mm -hmm. to Napa and bringing my wife at the time because she's the, the, the wine connoisseur and I don't yeah. I don't drink at all. But I'm a I'm a I'm a food. Uh, I'm a foodie. So, okay. <laughs> you know, so my coming. thing was that. And uh, but, you know, things happen in between that time. You know, my wife passed away and all. So yeah. but my they are so interested in going. So I, I, if that invitation is still open, Glenn, it my is. daughters and I will attend. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And definitely. We'll, we'll toast to the, the to the beloved memory of your wife. Yes. Do oh, it for her. Most definitely. Most definitely. Now, now Glenn, um, where do you see uh, business endeavors uh, heading, you know, like say next few years for like what you're doing as far as uh, you know, your, your 220 publishing and communications. Yeah. yeah, so what we're gonna do with publishing, and we've, we've come off a really good run. We've had um, quite a few books that, did, that debuted at number one, including um, Lessons for the Little Boy, of which I, I was lucky to be a contributor of, with uh, all the fellows from the cave, actually, they were in that book as well. And um, we just recently had a number one um, faith failure success turning point. We did a faith failure success series where people talked about their experiences um, just in this journey called life. We've done one about entrepreneurial journeys. We did one about surviving the storm. And the last one, or the latest one was Turning Point. And just an amazing book, amazing stories. Roger Jackson, who's our one of the executive producers of The Man Cave is in that right. as well. Um, so that's done well. So we're gonna do a fourth version of that. We're going to kind of close the loop on that series in the next year, probably this coming winter or spring. That that book will be out. We've got a couple of other releases. Then we're going to take a look. We're going to take a step back and kind of see where we are as a business and what are the things we need to do to change. Um, you should always be looking at your business that way. You should always take every quarter to really assess what the next four quarters are going to do or how you're going to perform in that business and what do you anticipate happening. I think the biggest thing is to be able to look around those corners and kind of anticipate what's coming. So we'll do a lot of that um, in the next year. Wine Crawl is just going to keep growing. And right. hopefully live from the cave, we keep growing that audience. Um, we want to be on a network, uh, on a larger network. We love Indy. 
and India has been a big supporter of ours and they're helping us to try to get it to a bigger platform. So that's the goal. You know how much fun it is. We've yeah. been in season three now and you've been on a couple of times, which you were great on. We got to have you back. You know, you're, you've become one of our favorite guests. And we'll Thank have you. you back for sure. <laughs> um, Thank you. But we want to see where we're going to take that. We're actually going to do some live events again. We did our first live, our second live event in Richmond, Virginia this past summer. And I think we're going back there in December. Uh, to do another live, live from the cave in front of an audience. So that that was always that's interesting as well. Oh, that's that's cool. That's cool because you know I, I have so much fun when I when I'm on uh, live from the cave with yeah. you guys. I mean, you guys are you guys are so much fun. T tell tell my tell my soul motivators. You know, saying a little bit more about you know saying the show and and how it got started and, and what is live from the cave truly about because i have so much fun when i'm on yeah yeah sure thank you um live from the cave actually started during the pandemic we um really needed something to do we were we were video we were recording a show in studio another show um, called making our better together and roger uh, keisha rose my partner in g rose productions and she's the executive producer on the show as well we got together and Roger had wanted to do a show with guys, um, just kind of talking about guy things. And, and, you know, so that's where we put our heads together, thought about the title Live from the Cave, and then started recruiting some people that we knew that we thought would be great for the show. So that's really how it happened. It, it right. really started as something during COVID to keep us busy, keep us engaged, and keep us communicating with each other and with the people who tuned in to us. And right. it, it really um, turned into something more of a an experience that we didn't expect. I mean, we talk about everything on there from mental health to loss, to love, to relationships. Of course, relationships is always the most popular thing. But the conversations we've had about mental health um, have really, really helped, you know, given uh, the feedback we've gotten have really helped people. Uh, just to be open and honest about our own experiences of loss, uh, you know, and how life has treated us, how we survived during the pandemic, and just how we survived as men coming up in, in you know, the last 20, 30 years of our lives. So it's been a really relevant, fun, interesting, engaging conversation and every Thursday at, at 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Um, you know, you never know what we're going to talk about. And the funny thing about it is we go in there without a script. We really <laughs> don't know. And you know, you, you've been yeah. in the background yeah. as we text. And you know, we might text a few topics out, out there, but usually we just go in there blind and just go like, let's wing it. It's a yeah. free, it's totally, it's totally getting on the mic and freestyle. Yeah. That is what we do. But it's been fun and we, and we, um, we have guests that really blend together with us well and and you know the chemistry is there for for all of us and we we have a good time yeah yeah indeed i mean because i'm i'm not just person that come on the show but i, I definitely i watch the show you know what I'm saying each each week when it comes on it's, it's so informative and you, you guys always give a spin on something that just everyday stuff that's happening in the news yeah. and give you guys spin on like I said, at the last show you know, you're talking about the Brett Favre situation with the the welfare fraud and, and yeah. things like that. I think you guys had on an a, a expert. Uh, um, I think he was, he teaches you how to uh, use weaponry or guns. Yeah, or, yeah, something. firearms. That's firearms, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that yeah. was that was so interesting because there were so many things I did not know. 
you know yeah. and so and and i was like okay I'm, I'm learning something here but it's always something you guys keep it live and you guys <laughs> I, I i call you guys the same thing as I, as the morning coffee is i call it edutainment you know what i'm saying it's education like and, and, and is it education and entertainment at the same time it's that perfect yeah. blend yeah that's why I, I, I fit so well you know what i'm saying on your that's show true. You know, that's true. But, I think who coined that? I think that was a KRS One phrase he coined. Yes, his, exactly. Uh, that's exactly where I got it from. I got it from yep. KRS One. Yep, I got yep. it from him. That's right. Edutainment. He coined that. Yeah. That's that's exactly where I get it from. So yeah. so motivated, so you know, it didn't come from yours truly. <laughs> it actually <laughs> no, I just KRS remembered it. It it um it just, it, it, I remember him saying that on an interview, man, many yes. years ago. Yes, yes, was, indeed. Well, yes, yeah, indeed. one of the yeah. many brilliant things, KRS. Yes. Exactly, exactly. Because I, I was supposed to be part of, they had uh, self-destruction. Mm-hmm. And, and he had asked me to be a part of that whole self-destruction situation. But oh, I, cool. I wasn't a part of it. It's a whole backstory to it. And, Uh-oh, uh, we got to yeah, hear this. We right, got to bring yeah, you on well, the show. I, hear this. I want to scoop. I want to scoop. <laughs> but what it, what it is, is that the, the Urban League, I, I have, and the money was being donated to the Urban League. And me and the Urban oh. League had a falling out. Okay. So I didn't, yeah, so I, I wasn't a supporter of the Urban League. So I said, I'm not going to take part of it because I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be a part of something that they're part of. And right. come to find out, the Urban League, if you if you remember, the Urban League ended up speaking out against hip-hop yep. years later. Yep. And KS1 yeah, had did. to come up front and say, hey, man, we donated over like $400,000 to them. And then they turned against us. Yeah, I had they to like you when you're writing the check. And I love you when you write the See? <laughs> See? Yeah. Now you know why I wasn't part of that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That, that makes sense. And that's a lot of that happening with charities. That's why I like to donate directly to people from that. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I knew their background. Me, me and the Urban League had a falling out previous, like about maybe five years prior to that. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I, I know who they are, so I won't participate. Yeah. But it's hey, a long story. That 400000 had to pay for the executive director's salary, you know, and the office and the trips and the perks and the conventions exactly. and stuff. You know, it's, and, exactly. and, and that, that last 10, 10 cents of your dollar may have gone to some sort of uh, education. Or exactly. Real charitable efforts. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. But, but, but Glenn, T- tell me this um what inspiration you know say you can uh you can lead people that want to get started you know saying get involved in like say what you're doing like say for, especially um those who want to write a book and mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because a lot of people you know they that's on their uh, bucket list is writing a it book is. but it is but, yeah I think they took a survey years ago and 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 something like 88% or 80% of the world's population, their bucket list is to write a book. And I think only like 20% of the world's population ever wrote a book. Actually so, accomplished it. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. So how can people get started or get involved in something like that? I think the first thing is to just start. Sometimes you have to put down the I'm gonna and just do it. Because yeah. so many people have it in the back of their mind. And it's like me saying, I'm gonna build a house. Well, I don't know anything about building a house or how to start, but guess what I can do? I can start the foundation of it. I can at least try to start, you know, you start by building the foundation. So if you wanna write a book, the foundation of it is, what's your book about? What's your outline? 
um, you know, can you tell me about your book in, in, you know, in 30 seconds, 30 to 60 seconds? Um, that's your start. Think about what you're going to write. And then, you know, the Google machine is an amazing tool because you can <laughs> yes, learn how is. to outline. You can learn how to write an outline. You yes. can learn how to write a treatment. You can learn how to write a proposal for an agent even um, through through Google. So it's not that hard. I have people that have told me they're going to be writing a book and it's like five years later. Um, you know, if I had a dollar for the people that told me they wanted to write a book, I'd have more money than I had from selling books, <laughs> to be quite honest. So <laughs> procrastination kills everything, including your spirit. Um, so I would tell people, you know, don't live half your life saying what you're going to do without checking some of those boxes and, and actually doing it. Uh, it's scary. It's unknown. But you know what you get if you don't do it. You know what you get if you don't take that next step. Right, right. So, so just do it. Figure, figure it out. Google it. Figure it out. You know, write down. Just, you know, we used to call it writing. Um, and I forgot the title of it. But it's like when you just write all your thoughts out. You just kind of yeah, throw it all up on the page. Um, yeah. Even if you have to do that. And then find somebody to help you organize those thoughts. But just take a step in some direction. I would right. that's the first thing. So many people don't even do that. And that's why eighty percent of the people are what was your what was your stat? Eighty percent of them. Yeah, like eighty percent yeah, they, they the yeah. survey was like eighty percent of the world's population, their bucket list is to write a book. Wow. Yeah. But only probably ten percent get to So yeah, say so like yeah, something like that. I think it's like I think the numbers at the time was something like eighteen percent of the world's population ever written a book. You know, like right. a published book. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's that's I was like, wow, that's a big number, you know, yeah. between the two that want to do it and those who have done it. And I mean, and and so motivated because I I, I encourage people to write books all the time, to, to write down their, their thoughts. There's a story in everyone. And, you know, they, they give me feedback on like, oh, well, you know, coach, well, you, you know, you written three books and you have, you know, say, but it comes easy for you or something like that. They use that excuse, but it doesn't. Of course. I had the writer in the family. They say my wife was the writer. My children. I mean, the, the incredible that they can write. And I remember, you know, my kids were in in um they were in middle school, and I had them for their summer project. They had to write a book. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying something to keep them busy. You know, I was always doing something to keep them busy. And I had to, yeah, I had to write a book. You know, what I'm saying and they they did it. You know, what I'm saying, but they they didn't you know follow through with everything and stuff like that. I can actually still publish that so you know get that stuff published because i think it was, i think it was good or or mm -hmm. good enough you know what i mean they you know they don't may not feel the same way because they're much older now but you yeah. know and they write but they have such excellent writing skills and i'm saying it's a story in you you don't really have to have the the greatest writing skills you know i i like i have a friend that she's writing her book now and she was actually afraid you know she she had she she said to me, well, you know, I have dyslexia. And, you know, so my writing won't come out the way I wanted to. And I said, well, you know, Google has an app that you can dictate to. And you can just talk to them and it can actually write it out for you. And then what you do is just hire an editor and the editor put it into manuscript format. So she just took my advice and that's exactly what she's doing. 
Yeah, yeah that's and I mean, ed- editors and their editors are all around to help you all get it right everywhere. before it comes out. Right. Yeah, so exactly. You know, tons of tons of editors to help you put your thoughts down, and if you can't exactly. write it. Ghostwriters, people can write it for you. You can dictate your exactly. Books. There's a exactly. lot of ways to get something done if you want to get it done. And that's what I, yeah. I tell people: just take those, take those thoughts, and put it on paper. It's, it's different ways of doing it. You can record it. You can do just anything, and you you have a book. And today, right. they make it they make it a little more easier, especially Amazon. They make it way much easier today to be a published author. You know, I say go for it. You know? Yeah, and it, and if you're thinking, if your thought is, well, it's easy for that person, then that's the wrong mindset to have already. Because it's exactly. never easy. It exactly. looks easy because it's done. Everything right. that's done looks easy because somebody did it. But right. that doesn't mean it's easy, that it's ever been easy to do. Exactly. So if people start telling you, oh, well, it's easy for you because you've done it already. No, it's just done. You just think it's easy because it's easy for you to see the results. You know the story. You know the glory. You don't know the story behind it, and that's exactly. what a lot of people confuse. So, exactly, um, nothing worth having is easy. Exactly, because it's, it's always hard work behind anything. You know, right? Even with our athletes, you know, the LeBron James, they may make it look easy when they're on the court, but you don't see they practice. Yeah, so you, don't, you don't, don't see the level of practice. right. You don't see the level of frustration from all the missed shots that you take. Exactly, because there's a whole hell of a lot of missed shots behind every success that I've. Yes, had. and I was just, I was just speaking on that last week on my show that uh you know that Michael Jordan, you know he he, you know we know him as a like a a, a buzzer beater, but you know they they don't record how many times he missed the you know saying they know how many times he missed at the buzzer, but you don't see those highlights. Right, you know, saying right. you see the highlights when he made it, and that's yeah. the thing. So for every two misses, he 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 have one make maybe, and but he works hard at that make. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the key. I, I say that's the key always. Just work hard at that. And it, and hard it doesn't mean it doesn't knuckle hard. It, it can mean smart and hard. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. It means take the lessons from the failure and and turn them around and do better the next time. Exactly. Work it smarter. That's you know what is it? Insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and getting the same result. Well, take the loss and learn how to turn it into a win. Exactly. You know, look at what you did. Every you know in sports. Sports is is a great place for metaphors and analogies, but it is true. You take your loss and you look at what your weaknesses were and how you failed in certain areas of the game, and you strategize to do better the next time. So it gives you a game plan. Exactly. You your life the same way. It's who you talk to. How did I pursue this? What was the main reason behind that loss or that setback? I won't even call it a loss. It's a lesson. But what was the main lesson from that setback? And how do you correct it the next time? It may have been you went to the wrong person for help. It may have been that you trusted the wrong people. It may have been that you didn't get the right preparation and ask the right things. To get to the point you needed to get to, but there's always something that you can analyze and see that you can do better. Right, right. That is so true, Glenn. That is so true. Now, Glenn, I want you to give my soul motivators. Just give them three tips, three oh, tips that they can use right now to get them going, to get them up, out, and going to to make whatever moves they need to make to take their story to the next level, so it it can become a uh, public. 
uh, off uh, print. Okay. Well, the first thing is, and, and I get this a lot as well, because people tell me, oh, I've got a book in me. i got a book in me. I'm like, oh, they send it to me. Let me see it. Oh, well, no, I don't want to share it with nobody. Well, then it's a diary. So unless <laughs> somebody reads the book that you have in you, unless somebody has something tangible that they can see and read to make a determination from, it's a diary. Right. So you have to decide whether you're writing a book or whether you're writing a diary. It's easy. It's an easy choice. But if nobody ever sees it, it's a diary. And you're going to die with that diary in you, <laughs> yep. in your brain, wherever you have it at. You're going to die with it because you didn't let anybody see it. So, you know, and people are always scared. Oh, they're going to steal my stuff. Somebody's going to steal my story. There's a thousand books that come out a day. So exactly. I doubt that your story is going to be stolen. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> not going to happen either. And there are ways you can protect that too. Um, so that's the, that's the first thing is that you know, you have to, you have to put yourself out there a little bit if you want to do this. Right. Um, the second step is to read as much as you can get as much information as you can. Don't trust anybody. I remember the first contract, the first author I signed. Um, and I was like, okay, you need to sign this, but you also need to read it. You need to understand it. And then it protects you as well as me. Right. Like if I go, if I go crazy, if I lose my mind tomorrow, you've got this contract that we've signed that says, I can't take your stuff. I can't do anything else. And I'm, but I'm like, you have to protect yourself no matter what the situation. Right. Friend or foe. Um, and most people you sign a contract with, you don't know, or you don't know enough about them, or you don't know their background. So make sure that you have something in writing, something legal that protects you. Make sure you copyright your work. Make sure you understand your rights if you are signing a deal. So just understand the parameters, understand the business. And like I said, all of this is in Google. You can Google contracts. You can Google yes. what deals mean. You can deal. You can understand what a deal points in the boat is. You can understand what um, you know recouping the cost of services are. Things like that. Those are terms that you need to understand. Uh, so make sure of that. Um, and the third thing is, you know, be ready to work. Um, it's not just about putting it out and waiting on. Oprah to call you to be on a master class or <laughs> waiting on whoever else you know, I don't even know who else has shown now that people want to be on with their book but it's not about that there's a lot of work it took us a long time to have a book that debuted at number one um, right and it many right. many years to do it and I had to learn a lot of lessons on ways to promote ways to market and things like that and then I had to understand my lane so you know maybe my lane wasn't always promotional marketing and maybe I had to get somebody else in to help me work on it because I can't do it all myself no person is an island that can succeed so you've got to put in the work you've got to surround yourself with the right people and the right motivation um, you know you have to speak that positivity into your life when nobody else is but if you keep speaking it into your life other people will follow and start yes. to follow that positivity. So you have to believe that you can do this, but be ready to work on it. Exactly, exactly. And I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you because my first book, The Facts of Life, Faith, Action, Change, Truth, and Service, it actually took it four years to be number one in its category. Yeah. It took See? four years. Yeah, so so it, the it beauty of a book. off the bat like that, you know? Right, and the beauty of a book is it's still new if somebody if nobody's ready. Exactly. Exactly. It hit a whole new audience. Yeah. And and what happened? It hit a whole new audience and became number one. And it and then it, it was uh, it's in the uh, the uh, 
the United States um, um, Library of Congress. Library of Congress. Yeah, and and because uh, uh, I think a, a, a principal of a school district uses my book as part of their curriculum. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and and yeah, so it became part. You know, so it became the the the, the United States Library of Congress, and, and then it shot to number one in this mm-hmm. category. But that was four years later, and wow. I and I and I got that information from from Amazon, and then I got the letter from the United States uh, Congress of Library Library of nice. Congress. I mean, it was like overwhelming to me, but it's like <laughs> four years later. But I was I'm later. still proud of that. <laughs> was so motivated. As always, all good things have to come to an end. So as always, you know, we take our deep breath and say our uh, affirmation, uh, protection, prayer. So, uh, so motivated. Let's all breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. It's Motivational Monday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your protection prayer affirmation for the day, beloved. You take that where you go, no matter where you go today on this Motivational Monday. May it be work, school, or play. All right? You take that with you. And remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Hey, Glenn, man, I am so, so appreciative of you being on the morning coffee. I will talk to you later, my brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on. It's all good. Hey, don't you touch that dial that's coming up next. It's Raven and Talk Show Maven. I'll see y'all. Love you. Peace.